This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, February 22nd, brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's headlines. Thursday hearing set for USTR nominee. Livestock industry's COVID bright spot. Ethanol expansion in China, questionable. Senate panel sets Thursday hearing to consider tie for USTR. The Senate Finance Committee will hold a hearing Thursday to consider the nomination of Catherine Tai to be President Joe Biden's U.S. trade representative and point person on the future of trade relations with China. One of the biggest trade policy questions for the new administration is whether or not the U.S. will join the comprehensive and progressive Trans-Pacific Partnership with Japan, Vietnam, and nine other Pacific Rim countries. That's a goal that many U.S. farm groups like the National Pork Producers Council say they fully support. Livestock industry's COVID bright spot. Normally, consumers cut their meat consumption during an economic slowdown. But Americans increased their meat consumption during the pandemic. The question now is whether that will continue as more Americans get vaccinated and the economy continues to approve, assuming that it does. Per capita, U.S. consumption grew from 224.4 pounds per person in 2019 to 225.1 in 2020. Now, the Department of Agriculture is forecasting consumption slightly lower this year at 224.8. USDA Chief Economist Seth Meyer tells AgriPulse consumer demand is likely to depend on how the economy grows. He says the livestock industry needs, quote, that strength of domestic demand that they saw last year, along with good, solid, maybe not growing, but solid export demand in order to use up some of the meat they're producing. Take note, a new report from Rabobank projects U.S. beef demand to slip from last year's peak, noting that the fiscal stimulus Congress has been providing the economy will inevitably dry up. Another factor, it'll likely be 2022 or 2023 before full-service restaurants fully recover. We'll have more Daybreak after this. Dairy Management Incorporated serves America's 34,000-plus dairy farmers and dairy importers by managing research and marketing programs aimed at promoting dairy consumption and protecting the good image of dairy farmers, dairy products, and the dairy industry. Funded entirely by dairy farmers, DMI has distinguished itself as a strategic consultant and valuable resource to businesses and organizations in the food and beverage sector that seek to increase sales and raise their image through the innovative use of dairy and dairy ingredients. Good morning and welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Customs sees major impact from China cotton restrictions. U.S. prohibitions on Chinese cotton and cotton products are likely to have far bigger impact than previous bans that have been imposed on imports linked to forced labor. That according to an official with the U.S. Customs and Border Protection. The shipments affected by the ban on cotton from the Xinjiang province are potentially massive, said Brenda Smith, an executive assistant commissioner in CBP's trade office. Speaking at USDA's Outlook Forum, she said it's likely to be a challenge for CBP to manage all of the cargo that it expects to detain. Xinjiang is the largest cotton-producing region in China. 
ethanol expansion in China questionable. U.S. grain export leaders are holding out hope for ethanol expansion in China, but say future expansion remains in question as China continues to be a major importer of corn. I don't know where they're going to go with the mandate right now that they are allowing provinces to kind of think about it a little further, said Brian Lomar, a U.S. Grains Council director in China, said during the USDA Ag Outlook Forum. Lomar skeptical because he noted the country has expanded ethanol in the past, but then backed off when it realized it didn't have the corn stocks available. China stopped its plan to implement a nationwide 10% ethanol mandate for gasoline in January 2020. Senator calls for probe of natural gas price spikes. Minnesota Democrat Senator Tina Smith says she's demanding an investigation into price gouging after the cost of natural gas jumped drastically during the widespread winter storms last week. Smith said in a tweet, quote, with Americans dying of the cold, natural gas CFO bragged about hitting the jackpot while prices jumped 100 percent. Families could face huge utility bill increases. I'm calling for a full investigation, including possible price gouging. Glufenosate resistance discovered in Arkansas. There is a, quote, dire need for a new herbicide mode of action to control pigweed in Arkansas. Weed scientists from the University of Arkansas are saying after confirming glufenosate-resistant samples of the weed in the northeast part of the state. It's the first documented case in the world of broadleaf resistance to glufenosate sold as liberty, the scientist led by Jason Northworthy said. The problem does not appear to be widespread across northeast Arkansas based on extensive screening, they said, but recommended growers take, quote, special care to remove any escaped pigweed populations prior to seed set, regardless of crop grown in the field. FTC asked to look into grocery store retail practices. The Federal Trade Commission needs to investigate the way food products are promoted and sold, which currently puts small ag producers at a disadvantage, the Center for Science and the Public Interest said in a letter to FTC commissioners. Farmers who cannot afford trade promotion fees typically cannot place products in prime store locations, such as end-of-aisle displays, the letter sent Friday says. CSPI also wants the FTC to look specifically at the online environment where larger food and beverage companies pay retailers to give their products prominent placement. The increasingly pervasive practices of trade promotion and category management when coupled with personalized data collection have the potential to threaten competition, limit consumer choice, and ultimately harm public health, CSPI said. Customs doubled interceptions of prohibited meat from China in 2020. U.S. Customs officials have been increasing their scrutiny on prohibited imports and confiscated twice as many shipments of prohibited chicken, pork, beef, and duck from China in 2020. The Customs and Border Protection Agency attributes the increased seizure to better coordination with the USDA and a special initiative to prevent the introduction of Asian swine fever in the U.S. China has suffered from outbreaks of ASF, 
classical swine fever, Newcastle disease, FMD, bird flu, and swine vascular disease. The role of CBP's agriculture specialist at our ports of entry is more crucial than ever, said CBP Director of Field Operations in Los Angeles, Carlos C. Martel. Here's today's He Said It. All those state agencies we've talked ugly about sometimes were going to have to have their help to get Texas back up and running. That was Texas Agriculture Commissioner Sid Miller speaking to AgriPulse, referring to agencies that will be critical in the recovery from last week's winter storm that hit the state. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, February 22nd, brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Dowling.